I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 87, Thy Kingdom Shall Be Established Forever, studying 2 Samuel chapters 5 through 7, 11 and 12, and 1 Kings chapters 3, 8 and 11. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come follow me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a daughter of God, just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home too. Alrighty, um, so it's funny because I kind of thought these summer ones would get, like, be longer than my usual ones, or like be on the longer side, closer to that 20 minute mark. Um, but it turns out that they're actually shorter. Um, Jake is on a hike with the other two kids. I don't know if you can hear the roaring in the background, but Julia is keeping the baby occupied. <clears throat> so I got a couple of seconds um, to do this and to come in and say hi. So, hi. Let's talk about David and Solomon. Um, my biggest thing is with this is, I'm not touching on any specific scriptures, it's more just David and Solomon as a whole and like what are the lessons we can learn from them because they both started off as like really good guys right like they have good powerful stories in the beginning um and then they just kind of shall we say follow what is it that the the come follow me said something about they foolishly allow their hearts to be turned away to other gods that's what it is I wrote it down um and, and both of them do this. And it kind of made me wonder, like, cause we always, <laughs> I don't know if you guys watch a lot of Barbie movies or Disney movies, but the, the resounding theme in all of them, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but it's just kind of make you question a little bit, um, is follow your heart, right? The idea that your heart will never lead you astray, except in the case of David and Solomon, it kind of did. <laughs> their hearts kind of let them down. And this is, I think, where it's a good place to ask yourself, are the desires of my heart in a line with God's will, right? Are, are my desires in line with God's will? Um, and I think that the world would have us believe that like, God wants you to follow your heart. God wants you to be happy. And while I don't think that those things are wrong, um, sometimes the desires of our heart are natural man desires and not divine desires. Does that make sense? And so I think um, the world is really pushing, I think I talked about this last week, maybe the week before, the concept of authenticity, right? Follow your heart, be who you are, you're perfect the way God made you. Um, and I don't disagree with most of that. Um, you know, I do believe that God had a purpose in making each and every one of us the way that he made us. Um, but I also think that he gave us our strengths and he gave us our weaknesses so that we might turn to him and become stronger, become better people. Um, one of my favorite quotations from, I think it was last general conference, not this most recent one, um, by Wilcox, brother Wilcox. Um, he said something to the effect of, um, God loves you exactly the way that you are and he loves you too much to leave you that way, right? It's the same way that we look at our children, right? I love my sweet little babies. I love Scott exactly the way that he is, but I don't want him to stay a baby forever. Like there's so much more to do than make dinosaur noises and point and grunt at stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's beautiful and magical just the way that he is. 
But also I don't necessarily want him to stay just this way because I want him, I want him to grow up. I want him not just like to just get out of diapers, which by the way, Edmund pooped on the potty yesterday. So like round of applause for him. He's three. Um, he turns four in October and he just like randomly decided, Jake's been asking him, Hey, do you want to sit on the potty today? And most days he goes, "Hmm, maybe tomorrow. And we're like, okay. And then yesterday he's like yeah I want to sit on the potty and then he pooped like what (laughs) good job bud um so he's been wearing pull-ups so he calls them his Paw Patrol underwear because they have their leftovers from when Jenny was doing um potty training anyway so the thing is though is that we're supposed to grow we're supposed to change right in the same way that God doesn't fault a caterpillar for being a caterpillar he doesn't tell it um I will only love you when you become a butterfly, right? He loves it just for being a caterpillar and he loves it so much. He's not going to just leave it as a caterpillar. It's going to become something beautiful. It's going to fly. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think that sometimes the desires of our hearts are to stay caterpillars and heavenly father's like, I have so much more planned for you. And so our desires are natural man desires, not divine desires. And we know that the one thing that we have, that God, I mean, even this God has given us, but the one thing that is not his in this sense um, is our will, right? Our desire to choose, right? Like, obviously we have with David and Solomon, these both really good, good, solid guys, both go kind of the way of the world and make really poor decisions. And that's kind of the end of that, you know? Um, And... I think that sometimes we get caught up in this desire to be like everybody else and desire to fit in and it's hard to stand out and it's hard to be different. Um, But when we lean into God's will for us, that's really where we start to fly, right? That's where we have to undergo that change and it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good and we are made in, I don't know if you know this, but if we're sticking with the butterfly metaphor... Um, I always thought like, you know, when you're a kid, you think, oh yeah, the little, um, caterpillar builds the chrysalis or the cocoon or whatever. And then it turns into the chrysalis and then it like cracks out of it and then it comes out and then like, poof, it's a beautiful butterfly at the end. Um, if you open a, cr- a, a cocoon while the caterpillar is in the midst of turning into the butterfly, you will kill the caterpillar for starters. No, no moss, all gone. Um, but also you will find a pile of goo. Like it's literally dissolves and is rebuilt to become, um, the butterfly. It doesn't just like morph a little bit. Like it's like full blown, complete change. Um, which I think is actually really cool and probably not super comfortable if you're a caterpillar. And so I think that the biggest thing that we can give our heavenly father, right? The sacrifice that we are asked to give a contrite heart, contra, a broken, broken heart and a contrite spirit, um, is also our will and being, and, and being willing to say, and actually do and acting on this and saying, listen, this is, this is, these are the desires of my heart. This is the way I wanted life to go, but thy will be done. Let's, whatever your plan is, let's do that because I trust that you want the best for me. I trust that you know what kind of butterfly I'm turning into. And I trust that you're going to walk me through this very painful, 
very complicated, very uncomfortable process and help me become the butterfly on the other end of it, right? Um, and I think the other point that we have with David and Solomon, and this is kind of where I'm going to close up, is that our spirituality, where we stand with our Heavenly Father, matters less on the things that we did in the past and more on the choices that we are making right now. Right now. The choices that we make right now, today, are the choices that are going to matter the most to our Heavenly Father. What are we actively choosing right now? It doesn't matter if for 25 years you chose the right, if for today you're choosing the wrong. You know what I mean? Because today you are being willfully um, disobedient. And just like in that same way, people be like, well, that's not fair. But in the same way, if you're willfully disobedient for 25 years and today you're like, you know what? I'm listening. I am making the conscious effort to choose the right. That is what matters to our Heavenly Father the most. His heart or our hearts, where they stand right now, where they are aligned with him or whether they're not aligned with him right now is what matters the most to him. And I will talk to you guys next week.